0: Want to know why? Ask how. Howard the Humongous. Let's see if we can find the button here. There we go. Ever since the revelation of the murder of Jamal Khashoggi on Tuesday, October 2nd, those of us with ethics and a conscience have been calling for the USA to shed its alliance with Saudi Arabia. Or we've been insisting that Mohammed bin Salman, the Saudi prince who's running things in Saudi Arabia right now and who seems to be responsible for Khashoggi's murder be replaced. But is distancing ourselves from Saudi Arabia really a good idea? Well, here's the answer. Absolutely not. Every bit of information we've received on Khashoggi has come from a single source, Turkey. Every bit of information has come from Turkish leaks. That includes the number of killers, 15, their flight from Saudi Arabia to Istanbul, the presence in their midst of a forensic surgeon, and that surgeon's infamous bone saw. Every single detail comes from the Turks. Do the Turks have an agenda? Do they have a reason to fabricate this irresistible story of Jamal Khashoggi's murder? Do they have a reason to cook up this irresistible masterpiece of mind candy? You bet. On paper, the Turks are members of NATO, but it's been a long time since the dictator of Turkey, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has worked on behalf of his NATO allies. Instead, Erdogan has entered a new alliance. It's called a tripartite alliance because it has three members, Russia, Iran, and Turkey. That alliance has held two summits, summits in which Turkey's dictator, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, met face to face, with Russia's dictator Vladimir Putin, summits in which the two, Putin and Erdogan, conspired. What is the main prize in the global power game for Vladimir Putin? Hacksaw the bone and sinews of the Western alliance. Disable NATO, fracture it, split it up, destroy it. One of our key allies has been Saudi Arabia. Is Saudi Arabia a perfect ally? Not one bit. It's a ghastly dictatorship. It's run according to strict Islamic law, it keeps its women under virtual house arrest, and it allows their husbands to beat them for holy reasons, holy. It puts its critics in jail, tortures them and beheads them. And members of the Saudi royal family have financed radical groups like Al-Qaeda and radical leaders like Osama bin Laden, the man behind the destruction of New York's World Trade Center on 9-11. What's more, Saudi Arabia has been killing civilians in Yemen. Why? To stop the takeover of Yemen by an Iranian proxy army, the army of the Houthis. But note something crucial here. In our criticism of the Saudis' brutal war in Yemen, no journalist ever tells us what the Houthis are doing. In war, both sides commit atrocities. How many fathers and mothers have been killed by Houthi bombs? How many children have been starved to death? by the military policies of the Houthis. And how has Iran been using the Houthis? The way it uses Hezbollah in Lebanon and Syria. The way it uses Hamas in Gaza. And the way it uses its roughly four proxy armies to utterly control Iraq. What atrocities has Iran sponsored in Yemen? And what will happen to Yemen if we give up and go home? What will happen if Iran encircles Saudi Arabia with proxy armies? and proxy states, look, if we abandon Saudi Arabia, a simple thing will happen in the Middle East. There will be no longer be a resistance to Iran. Iran will take over the entire Middle East, which is exactly what it's aiming for. Iran with its allies, Russia, Syria, North Korea, and China. Iran with its government-sponsored chants of death to America. Let me repeat that. The Iranian government, to this very day, insists that its citizens chant death To America. If we abandon Saudi Arabia, we will be on our way to a new unipolar world, a new world order in which one alliance will dominate. That's the alliance that George Bush called the Axis of Evil. The Axis of Evil allies include China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, Syria, Venezuela, Cuba, and the arch double dealer, Turkey. It won't be the first time that a member of this alliance of evil has pulled a fast one on us. It won't be the first time that the axis of evil has deceived us. In roughly 2002, Iran, one of the shining stars of the axis of evil, worked through a Jordanian named Ahmad Chalabi. Iran's intelligence service manufactured documentation and programmed supposed eyewitnesses to prove that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. Then Iran fed that false information to Ahmad Chalabi. Chalabi had graduated from MIT and had gone to the University of Chicago where his classmates had included a flock of intellectuals who became important in the Bush government. Those thinkers were called the neocons. Through Chalabi, the Iranians got their phony proof of Iraq's weapons of mass destruction everywhere, from the White House and the Pentagon to 60 Minutes. And we Americans went to war, based on Iran's bogus information. That's how we got into the Iraq War of 2003, which is the longest war in our history. It's a war that put a gaping hole in the balanced budget that Bill Clinton had bequeathed to us. It's a war that cost between $700 billion and $3 trillion, depending on who was counting. How did we get snookered into that war? By following a trail of false Iranian leaks. For the details, read my book, The Muhammad Code, How a Desert Prophet Brought Us ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Boko Haram, or How Muhammad Invented Islam. No, Jihad, sorry, change that. Uh, Muhammad invented Jihad. Today, Iran's ally Turkey is performing a similar bamboozle. It is feeding us tantalizing detail after tantalizing detail about Khashoggi's murder. It is hinting that we should get Muhammad bin Salman kicked off of the throne in Saudi Arabia. It is hinting that we should separate ourselves from Saudi Arabia. What will that separation achieve for us? It will remove our only powerful Arab lever in the Middle East. It will weaken us as a global power. It will be another step in creating a power vacuum. A vacuum in which Russia and China will jump in. A power vacuum that lets Russia and China become the world's dominant powers. Yes, Russia which has gone back to its old imperialist policy of gobbling nations on its periphery, Russia, the nation that has been making unconventional war in the Ukraine for four years, the nation that has killed 10,000 Ukrainians in that war, the nation that wants to swallow old Soviet possessions like Moldova, Belarus, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia, the nation that kills journalists who don't spout the party line. And China, another power that expands its its empire by swallowing territory on its outer edges, a power that is expanding right now by building artificial islands and military bases in the South China Sea, a territory that censors its internet, writes events like the Tiananmen Square democracy movement out of its history and often outlaws freedom of speech. If we allow China and Russia to take over, They will work with all their might against democracy. They will impose their forms of dictatorship on as many of us as they can reach. They will destroy freedom of speech, not to mention the so-called freedom to carry guns. Is that the world you want to live in? It's not a world that appeals to me. Separating the United States from Saudi Arabia is one key move in the Axis of Evil's play for world domination. It's a move we have to see through. The separation from Saudi Arabia is a move we have to stop. This is Howard the Among Us, speaking to you from the future. It's your job and my job to make, or, <laughs> want don't know why, ask how. And now for that sneaky, insidious, impossible, ah, totally buried under all kinds of stuff. Off button. I think I found it. No, I didn't.